Hello, I'm Bert Proven. I'm from the Centre for Analysis of Social Exclusion at LSE, and I'm here to talk to Laura Lane about some of the work of the Housing and Communities team. Hello, Laura. Hi, Bert. Can you tell us a bit about the work of the team? I can, yes. So LSE Housing and Communities is a small research team within the wider Centre for Analysis of Social Exclusion. Um, our main focus is on trying to understand how people cope with the pressures of poverty, poor housing, um, worklessness, high energy bills and other related issues. We want to try and find out if government social policies are making um, an impact in improving people's lives and if so, how. Can you give an example of how exactly that works? Well, one of our current projects is in a large um, housing estate in West London where a number of the residents were struggling to pay their energy bills. There's also quite a lot of remedial building work and regeneration required in the estate. So the local authority, um, also the landlord of the estate, Hammersmith and Fulham, decided to um, clad the um, large tower blocks, 23-storey tower blocks, with highly energy-efficient um, insulation panels and also to install some solar panels down one facade of each block. Um, and we decided that we would interview 50 of the residents as the works were underway and then return to the estate once the work was complete um, to speak to the residents again about what impact the um, and what changes the physical work had had on their lives. Okay, and were people happy with what had been done? Um, at the beginning of the works, people were generally quite happy with their homes and the estate. Um, they felt quite safe there, um, although they obviously did have problems paying their energy bills with some spending up to £40 a week on heating mm. their homes alone. <clears throat> the residents were generally quite tolerant and accepting of all the disruption caused by the works and given that it went on for quite a long time we were quite surprised by mm. this. However, towards the end of the works people were beginning to get quite frustrated by the constant noise, dust and drilling. Did they see some impact on their bills? Uh, in terms of impact on bills, there were mixed results. About half of the people we spoke to said their bills had either stayed the same or actually gone down slightly, <clears throat> which at a time when energy bills were sort of rising across the board, um, this was quite a statement. Some residents mentioned that their homes were actually now easier to heat and to maintain the heat because of the cladding, um, but this wasn't consistent um, across the board. Some residents felt that there'd be no difference um, the appearance of the estate was also um, vastly improved, with many residents feeling very proud and saying that they actually enjoyed walking up to the estate now. Um, they had clean white panels and with the solar panels many thought that it looked like a... People mentioned to us that they felt it looked more like a private block now rather than a council estate and that for them was quite a nice thing. So what do you think were the main things learnt from the interviews with Steve? I think one of the biggest things was the communication between the contractors and the landlords um, and the residents. Because of the long delays and the difficult living circumstances for people, I think people understanding fully why there'd been the delays and just being kept up to date with that more honestly would have helped um, improve the situation for many of the residents. Also fully understanding the purpose of the works um, and how they could best uh, benefit from the insulation that had been installed and know much more about energy saving because even though Many of them didn't feel that the cladding had made too much of a difference at this point. They were all very keen that energy saving was a very important thing, both financially um, for them, but also the wider climate change. Okay, so you talked at the beginning about poverty as being one of the key things. There are lots of welfare reforms going on. What kind of work is the team doing around understanding the impact of these reforms? 
Well, the government has introduced a number of changes aimed at getting people off benefits and into work. And whilst these changes aren't fully rolled out as yet, we were interested in understanding what impact this was having um, on people already affected by these changes. So we've currently got a project ongoing in the southwest region of England, mm -hmm. where we're speaking um, to 200 social housing tenants of working age um, about how the changes are affecting um, them and their capacity to move into work. And what have you found out so far? The vast majority of the tenants we've spoken to say they're struggling or just managing financially. And this includes many people who are actually in work but have been affected by um, various changes such as the bedroom tax um, and also the changes to payment of council tax to the local authority. So one of the objects is to get people into work. Have more people been moving into work? Many of the people we spoke to want to work, um, but there are quite significant barriers um, to them actually accessing that work, including disability and ill health, caring responsibilities for children and other family members, um, localised issues such as poor transport um, and the lack of available vacancies, um, and also the prominence of low-paid and casual or limited hours jobs. Can you tell me a bit more about some other works that you're doing? in the wider impact of uh, social policies? Sure, yeah. Um, another piece of work we're actually just beginning is on emergency payments to people who need help um, in an emergency situation such as replacing um, kitchen goods such as washing machines or uh, fridges um, and also resettlement into a community for people who've been, for example, released from prison uh, or moving from care into their own accommodation. This used to be called the Social Fund and administered by DWP, but it's now part of the responsibilities of local authorities. Um, so Haringey um, in North London asked us to look into their scheme, which is called the Haringey Support Fund, and it's been operational since April 2013. So we're currently doing interviews with local residents, local staff, and also volunteers and people working within um, advice and community organisations in the borough with the objective of trying to find out how the scheme is actually working on the ground and if it is doing what it's um, intended to do, which is helping those most in need. And also whether the scheme that is in place at the moment is enabling those who need it most to know, to find out about the scheme, but also to apply to it successfully. Okay, thank you very much.